striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Wednesday the 9th of March 2022. Dom Knight here with John Delmenico. Hello, John. Hello. And Alex Avulovic. Hi. Hi, hi. Gab- Gabby and Charles last seen uh, somewhere in the vicinity of Adelaide. Who knows if they're even alive, really, given the reputation of that of that city? Mm, I think our, our working hypothesis is that you're stuck with us from now on. Um, I don't think we're getting them back from Adelaide. Yeah, I don't think for the I don't think being. Gabby's ever going to be not doing sellout shows from this point. Oh my god, yeah. Well, it's true. Look, after we all came out of her show, um, we saw the first night of her ever doing a solo show. Um, we all sat there and watched her, and the overwhelming mood in the room afterwards was, "Well, she's not going to be working with us for much longer." Mm. Given well, her uh, general excellence, so go and see her live, and you can say that you know. You listened to her podcast before she was Look, famous. I think we can keep her on the podcast as long as we can somehow make the claim that we've got a sold-out podcast. So oh. we have a oh, cl- yeah. bunch of listeners, and then we pull the podcast from the streaming platforms. We say, "Sorry, all the all the listens have been done." Right? Yeah, yeah. And then if we have Gabby on the podcast, then the podcast will actually become popular. <laughs> yeah, that, that and too. we can then use that to convince her that the podcast is popular. That's great. Self-fulfilling prophecy. That's perfect. Brilliant thoughts. Now, look, speaking of, uh, of Gabby, uh, a very fine musical comedian, we've got someone on the show, John. Look, not so great at the musical comedy. Uh, <laughs> business reporter Tiki Fullerton is going to rap on this episode. Is that, is that really true? Uh, is that sentence that I just said, John, is that actually a true thing that really happened in the world? Yeah, the Australian has taken uh, inspiration from everyone's favourite musical about a slave owner, Hamilton, and they've gotten ready <laughs> to talk about what we people should do with... Employees. Oh, Sounds very well judged. <laughs> and Alex, so you've taken a look at the State of the Union. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a depressing watch. Um, brings up some very, very uncomfortable thoughts that you'll have to share soon. So really, uh, the, the reasons for keeping listening to this episode are just, are just uh, several. <laughs> There's shit wrapping. What else of an incentive do you need? That all starts after we check in with Rebecca Dana-Muno in the Chaser Newsroom. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A naive man, scared senseless by the looming threat of World War III and a deadly pandemic, has jinxed the entire planet today by stupidly claiming that things can't get any worse. The local idiot remains blissfully unaware that the current days of pandemic and war will soon be looked back upon fondly when the imminent zombie apocalypse takes hold in the next fortnight. There were reports of smoke and flames billowing from the Sydney Harbour Bridge yesterday morning in what witnesses are describing as a pretty standard day in 2022. Upon the three-car pile-up causing a vehicle to catch fire on the iconic bridge, the government cheered thankfully that finally something had caught on fire that wasn't directly a result of climate change. 
Finally, a once-in-a-lifetime event has occurred today as a media journalist has labelled something a once-in-a-lifetime event that actually was an incident that would happen every 70 to 80 years. Both statisticians and exaggerators alike have been astounded by the instance, saying that the odds of this happening again in our lifetime was literally one in a million. Those are the latest headlines from The Chaser Report. I'm the one in a million, Rebecca Dayunamuno. You know, John and Alexa, I'm so devastated that Hamilton has finished in Sydney now. It's moved to Melbourne. I just, I barely got, I saw it like one time. I wanted to see it like a lot of times. <laughs> I really miss Hamilton. I, I, where do I get my fix now that it's left our city? Mm. Well, Dom, luckily, the uh, musical geniuses over at the Australian's editorial team on the for the business reporting has come through with a Hamilton song. Oh, that sounds promising. Wow. Yeah, um, their business editor, Tiki Fullerton, has released a hot new track. Hey, you. You stuck at home. Take a good look in the mirror. It's time to wake up and deliver. You're going to throw away your shot. You're going to throw away your shot if you're going to sit at home and rot. Yeah, so that's the Hamilton rap. Wow, I, I've um, I met Tiki once upon a time. I think I might have interviewed her. I had no idea she had that kind of ability to, to just to drop drop rhymes. Yeah, she can really flow. I also want to clarify for our audience because those sound effects are ones that we use. I have specifically told Lachlan not to add any sound effects oh, to that- these. So the whoosh and the dramatic dum are in the song. What? Well, wait. So uh, look, I've watched Hamilton once. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. They usually have music accompanying this. Yeah, they usually have music and they usually like have flow. Is yeah, the other thing, but um, yeah, and that there's rhymes too. That's that's <laughs> the thing that maybe, maybe Tiki's not across that aspect of rap. That well, uh, rhythms and beats and rhymes and, and also a point is um yeah. Well, there is, is, there is a point. Hip hop yeah. song. The point is obviously that the biggest issue right now in Australia is that the people in white collar jobs are working from home, like slightly work from home. Maybe a bit of a mixture of working from home and working at work. Luckily, there is more to the intro. It's because emotional well-being is weaponized. CEO gets a doctor's note. Hey, Daddy-O, it's too much stress to work in the office. Yeah, so that's still part of the first minute of the song, which is still setting it's up the It's still not rhyming, Tiki. Yeah, it's not rhyming, but she said Daddy-O. The, oh, yeah. the, classic, <laughs> the classic rap line that every young person knows mm. Is yeah, at the, the, at the milk bar in the 1950s. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's um at that point because this is about 50 seconds into the song, I realized I made a terrible mistake when I said I'll review this song, <laughs> and this is also the point when I realized that the Australian website for some reason does not give you the the ability to rewind or fast forward any of their videos. Oh, so you were going from the start multiple times. Yeah. Well, luckily the song is only seven minutes long. Seven minutes of that. Yeah. That's longer than the actual song <laughs> in yeah, the Hamilton musical. My Shot, which is a brilliant song incidentally, that has a whole narrative and a through line. Yeah. It took me a while to actually figure out what song they're trying to do because my my first assumption was uh, My Shot when I realized it's nowhere even close to the way that the song's done in the songs. So I thought maybe they were trying to do one of the longer ones. So the only thing it has in common with the brilliant Lin-Manuel Miranda song My Shot is the notion of throwing away your shot. Yeah, but they didn't even say throwing away your shot. They said, um, like, missing your shot or something. So they didn't even quite get the point. Oh, God. What else happens in the song? I'm I'm, I'm Well, obviously, it's the Australian and News Corp. So what needs to come up in every single thing they make? The culture wars. Oh, no. So they make the point that it's uh, anti-feminist to work from home because uh, women, (laughs) the genuine reason that they give 
is that women will go get their hair done. Meanwhile, men are probably more likely to go to the office because they're smarter and will do it. What do you, when, when we, can we hear that? That's no, they make that point over about like, so obviously despite the amazing lyricism we've heard so far, none of the points they make are succinct and none of them like that, like the point about feminism, I think it takes a, like they randomly like sporad- sporadically put it throughout the song. Then the other point that they make before, um, before we get to the next clip is that the other issue, of course, that businesses are facing uh, CEOs kneeling for Black Lives Matter. What? Yeah, they fully like, so she doesn't directly say Black Lives Matter, but she talks about woke CEOs kneel, um, t- taking one knee to show how woke they are, which is clearly a reference at Black Lives Matter. But then she pulls it all together with this amazing bar. And if that's too blunt for 2022, then woking from home is the new true blue. Woking from home is the new true blue. <laughs> I mean, ticky ticky boom, to be honest. So the entire point of this exercise is to convince people to get back to the office. This is the yeah. So the major of all the issues in the world right now with a war and a pandemic, flooding going on, their major concern is that not enough people are working from the, from the office. I mean, if I work with Ticky Fullerton, this video would be enough to convince me to basically work from home for the rest of my well, life. Well, the good thing about this... <laughs> the good like, the risk of coming into the office at Holt Street and seeing that, yeah, I think you could it. never well, go in Dom, again. you say going into the office. Some people have pointed out um, that the actual music video is her sitting in front of a green screen with an office like that they've gotten from a, a stock website behind her instead of just filming it at an office. So oh. there's no actual evidence that she was even in the office. She could have been working from home. But of course, there is also some good journalistic integrity here. I have sped up this clip because it takes about a full minute in the actual song um, where she talks about how there's a whole extra conspiracy behind why people are working from home and who's really to blame for it. But who calls out the vested interests with other motivation to build this hybrid world? Here's a clue. You see, it makes not one but two workplaces for every working boy and girl. New computer, desk and chair. You need help from everywhere. You need the tech giants and the telcos. You worry about cyber. You should connect to their fiber, be a subscriber. You want daytime, water, gas, electricity. How happy the utilities. They service two offices at work and home. That's right. Working from home. I take it back. I don't want any rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) Without the rhymes, we're better. Yeah, so so that's how the entire song goes, but... About 1.5 times slower. So, it's about, so I put that to 1.5 speed. So imagine that, but much slower. And she talks about how obviously work, working from home to avoid COVID is just a conspiracy by the utility companies to squeeze more money out of everyone. Obviously, they have vested interests and News Corp would never, ever do something out of vested interest. Lockdown did weird things to human beings. People staying in their gym jams, eating lots of Tim Tams, people making lots of phyllo, stacking on the kilos, people getting fatter, binging on Emily in Paris in succession. Yeah, idiots. Oh, <laughs> idiots. Of course, she succession. doesn't like succession, the thing that makes fun of Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> idiots. Yeah, who would. There's no vested interests in any of this song <laughs> at all, like there is with people avoiding COVID. Wait, was succession even like. Was that part of a separate line or is that how she ended it? I don't That is how she ended that section, but Alexa is right in terms of actual like beat structure. It doesn't fit. Like the ver- <laughs> it was clearly written to end on Emily in Paris yeah. based on the beat structure of the rest of the part that she's doing. <laughs> and then they snuck in and succession. Amazing. What was she saying? We're making phyllo? Is she talking about the pastry? I think so. 
No one was making filo pastry. I Absolutely, that was not a lockdown activity. <laughs> That's the only. I feel part. really bad, John, that we've we've required you to spend more time analysing this song than they clearly put into making it. Yeah, that was also the only part where they actually had any sort of like um, rhyming structure or beat structure. Mm-hmm. The rest is essentially like a really bad spoken word rant about pretty much anything that News Corp would come up with to fill out a rant instead of just not doing it. Which I mean, that said, I do welcome News Corp moving into performance poetry. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would love, I would love to see you know Piers Morgan, yes. <laughs> dropping some beats. Um, you know, Andrew Bolt just just trying to smash some rhymes. My fear though is that I think News Corp, if you let like Andrew Bolt or Piers Morgan do some rapping, they're going to get really excited to start trying to sneak in as much like racial slurs as they oh, can. Yeah, this is this is their ticket to use the N word. Yeah, that's finally. A- yeah, yeah. I, originally, my thought was that maybe it was going to be like because they're launching the Australian Youth soon, what they're calling the Oz, which is they put their social media person as the editor of a newspaper, and it's going to be aimed at Gen Z. That will last for no more than one month. You heard it here first. They never do. Yeah, and that announcement also came with talking about how the editor has gotten success on TikTok, Twitter, and LinkedIn, uh-huh. and that's how the they're going to get the young people in. <laughs> But um, yeah, now I'm concerned they're just going to be really excited to drop the N-word a bunch. <laughs> That's horrible. I mean, Tiki Fullerton used to present late-line business at the ABC. Like, she used to be a very respected... Uh, what, what, what do they do to you at News Corp? They just... Maybe she just really thought that she had flow. Yeah. Oh, this was all entirely her choice. Yeah, well, there is... Well, I'll play the ending now. Because there is also obviously a big call to action and wrap up at the end of the song like all good rap songs have. You really think you earn your wage? I say WTF to WFH. Earth to chief executives, shout it from the rooftop. Come back to work, white collar, the masks are off. You want to rise up? It's time to take your shot. Hang on, is that a vaccine thing? <laughs> it's like maybe, I think again, they're just trying to force like... They're trying to force Hamilton stuff into it randomly. But also Rise again, up, yeah. But again, I want to reiterate to the audience, those sound effects were not me. They put in a sound effect to clearly end the song and then had more songs. I mean, there's a, there's a cautionary tale in this for me, which is that I was on Twitter mm-hmm. and I saw this drop uh, and I clicked on it for about 10 seconds and then it tried to take me to the Australian website and I couldn't watch any more of it because I'm not a subscriber. I've never been happier... Not to subscribe to the Australian. So (laughs) the lesson in this is never subscribe to the Australian or you've got to watch things like this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. Okay, so last week um, we had a bit of a depressing conversation. Um, war started in Ukraine and suddenly we were all talking about how much we missed Tony Abbott. Um, no. Just about how he threatened to shirt front Putin. It was kind of this idea that we needed that energy this time. Um, but it's quite an uncomfortable thing to talk about because it's like I never, ever, ever wanted to be in a position where I would say 
I miss Tony Abbott. Well, he was even quoting Lennon last week. Tony Abbott? Yeah. Oh, my God, what was he saying? He, um, he had a whole rant about why wokeness is the reason that um, Ukraine was invaded. And then he, <laughs> quote, he was quoting Lennon as a way to attack the woke brigade, saying oh. that, like, while Lennon said that we will give cap- capitalism, we'll use... Uh, we'll give capitalism the line to, of which it'll hang itself. He was like, yeah, but that's wrong. And then that was his whole argument. Oh, right, right. Well, everyone knows. Okay, I don't miss Tony Abbott anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the sad thing is it's passed on to another figure and suddenly I miss Trump. <gasps> you miss yeah. Trump? Yeah, it's disgusting. I don't know I'd ever say it. But um, I don't know, now that he's gone, you know, the US president isn't in the news as much. It's a lot harder for, for us doing political satire because there aren't a lot of major fiascos to laugh at. Um, and it could be a lot of things, right? Maybe Biden's a more professional public speaker and he doesn't have as many gaffes. Or maybe he's just less of a diva or movie star, so his, his team can tactfully keep him away from the cameras. But um, I don't, Yeah, I don't see Joe Biden running a DJ set at, a, at his own like, true, golf course. True, true. That requires quite a level of skill. Um, and if he did, it would just be Hall of Notes, let's face it. Oh, yeah. That's probably better than some of the songs I understand that uh, Donald Trump likes. Um, <laughs> but I was using hope, hoping to use this uh, State of the Union address to check in with Biden, see what's going on, see what he's talking about. So here's what I found. We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police. It's to fund the police. Fund Was that fund or fun? As in, <laughs> have a great time. I think it's both. People with more money are more fun. Um, so... I think it's it's two birds with one stone. Well, did he at least like support the idea of fund? Because I know when he ran for for presidency, he mm. said that he wasn't going to run on defunding it, but he's yeah. also not going to run on giving it more money and instead giving a lot more money to like social programs. Right, right. Did he at least keep that part right? That he's going to put a lot more money towards social programs? Um, well, I mean, he he tried. He had this climate and economic bill, I guess, but that got killed. <laughs> so oh. so now it's just police funding, which is. A bit sad, I mean, considering how much of that dissatisfaction was probably channeled into the <laughs> Democratic Party <laughs> at the time. Um, but yeah, U- US police budget is currently the fourth largest army in the world, so hopefully we can get to number three. And like, there was some depressing stuff. He um, he didn't talk about climate change very much, which is another sad thing because that was a big part of his earlier mandate. Um, it turns out... Um, our friend Biden's been issuing more oil and gas permits and faster than Trump was. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, to be fair, there's a war going on, right? In Ukraine, we've got a big war and it's focused on national security. It's a bit easier to play fast and loose with your mandates. But it's hard to focus on international security because um, sometimes it's tricky to know where the wars are happening. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. He'll never, he'll never extinguish their love of freedom. So this is Kiev in Iran, um, and Putin's <laughs> trying to <laughs> try to win the heart. I mean, he's right. Yeah. He's right. Oh, yeah. I don't think Russia ever will win, uh, win <laughs> over the people of the Islamic Republic of Iran. I think, I think it's true. No, also, yeah, he, he didn't say that Putin is circling around. He said that he can circle around. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's not... Maybe he's not talking about Ukraine. Maybe he just genuinely is worried that, like America, when you see a war, you're thinking, 
we need to invade Iraq and Iran to get their oil. Maybe he's worried that Putin's just going down that route. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair to Joe Biden, he I think he would be able to tell Iran and Ukraine apart on a map. So he's doing better than the last bloke. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the deterioration continued a bit and some parts I just I couldn't understand at all. Um, maybe you guys can help with this one. Because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a, 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 a vaccine. The vaccine can stop the spread of these diseases. You can't build a wall high enough to keep out the vaccine. Being someone with a stutter, oh yeah, I do think that what he was probably going to say, which is also not the best point and probably was a stupid trying to dunk on Trump, is that he can't build a wall high enough to stop COVID. Yes. And then transition to vaccines when he couldn't get the word out. Yes, yes, yes. But in saying that, though, it's still a really dumb metaphor. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad someone got to understand it here. Um, that makes me feel a bit better about the whole thing. Well, a lot, of it is, a lot of it is stutter, but um, even when you decode what he was trying to say, uh, a lot of it was pretty, pretty uninspiring, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. this was his big chance to try and reset and win back the public mm. and try and get his agenda kick-started again. I don't think he... I mean, did he manage to do it, Alexa? No. I mean, it, that that's the worst part. You're just watching it and it's it's so depressing, but it's simultaneously a bit boring. Like, the, the one thing that Trump was offering me <laughs> was <laughs> a depressing thing that was entertaining and and easy to, to use for, for our job, right? I don't know if you remember at his State of the Union... Um, he had those great lines. He was talking about how chairman, in quotes, chairman Kim Jong-un was his good friend. That was that was a zinger from, from the State of the Union. He also did the most amazing, one of the most entertaining spectacles. Um, he paused his address and surprised a member of the crowd, a woman, by bringing their husband back from war to see her for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like beautiful TV magic. Got him. I am thrilled to inform you that your husband is back from deployment. He is here with us tonight, and we couldn't keep him waiting any longer. I mean, that's what you get with a reality TV president, right? Like yeah, that's it's beautiful. Completely pointless and arguably even slightly cruel, but yeah, yeah. definitely a, a, a good television moment. Well, Alexa, I know that you miss Trump. <laughs> because of the but you miss him for the entertainment value, but you're not the only one who missed Trump during the um State of the Union, because uh-huh. the one part that I saw of the State of the Union was when, uh, so for anyone who doesn't know, currently in America they're preparing for their midterm elections mm-hmm. and the entire Republican base of advertising has been on hitting at certain economic policies, saying that they are complete failures and that they're hemorrhaging lots of money. And during Biden's speech, on those, on like some of those exact policies, he showed this, he like talked about the massive growth that it's seen in the last few months where two years of investment have started to see return. Right. And it's gonna and the reason why I know that's making people sad is because during the actual feed of the speech on TV, the cameras cut to Senate minority leader Mitch McConnell from the Republican Party mm. and he was tearing up and looked genuinely depressed, which people point out would have been him at that moment realizing his entire plan for the midterm elections has just been broken on TV. Oh, Everything they've been advertising already has always been proven wrong on the biggest speech of the year, and he was crying about it on camera. Wait, so if this is an acknowledgement that he's out, does that mean I'll get my wish, Trump twenty twenty four? He's no, he's got no competitors now. 
Yeah, Mitch McConnell's going to have to, like, if he can't win based on lying about policies, the only, the one person who can is Trump. Well, I mean, now that it's an actual reality, I, I, I don't miss him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Our gears from Road Microphones, we're part of the ACAST Creator Network. And uh, John and Alex, do you think it's just us three from now on? Do you think we we'll really won't see Charles and Gabby again? I mean, I've been trying to lose Charles for, yeah. I guess, since I was about 13. But um, Look, I think losing Gabby... Is, is sad, but it's a small price to pay for losing Charles. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.